Okay, hi. Um, welcome back to Conversation Chronicles. My name is Uchia, I'm 16, and this is episode 6. Okay, um, first of all, I'm gonna be alone this episode because I have been, um, how do I say this? I, I've been absent for the past couple of weeks, which I take full responsibility for. I need to address it. I shouldn't make commitments to post weekly and then not, it's not responsible of me, it's not, it's not fair of me. Um, not that very many of you cared. I mean, I don't think anybody did, but some people did come up to me like, why aren't you posting podcasts anymore? I'm like, girl, I've heard, like, I've been busy. I'm not gonna lie, I've been very busy. I've had school and work and family stuff and friends, and we leave in, like, four days for, well, I leave for Philly in four days for four days. Sorry, that was very confusing. On Friday, I leave for Philly for four days, and then I have about three hours here, and then I go straight to Europe for seven weeks so it's been it's been a lot and I'm very grateful but it's I've been very busy which is why I haven't really had time to record or edit or upload any episodes but I will be trying to stick to a bi-weekly schedule from now on I've done some revision I've taken a step back from the podcast obviously and I've realized that it's not sustainable for me to try and upload on a weekly basis, not only because, A, I won't have enough content, um, B, I don't have enough time to, especially when school starts again, or I'm still in school, but when it starts back in September, or October, or not October, August, I think, I won't have time to record, edit, upload, promote podcasts on a weekly basis, that's just not sustainable, um, so I've taken a step back. I've also kind of revised like what I want this podcast to be because I did just kind of jump into it, which I'm not saying was a bad thing. Like I'm very happy that I did because I do like the content that I've published so far and I like the concept more than anything of the podcast in the sense that I just want to share conversations that I have with my friends or my family members or with myself in this case with other people so that they can benefit from what we say as well. Um, and I've also just always wanted to have a podcast, like, let's be real, I have a lot to say at a lot of times, and although this is kind of an ulterior motive, it, it does look quite good on college apps, which is not why I'm doing it, obviously, but it is just an extracurricular activity that my mom was like, you should start a podcast, and that would look good, um, on your college applications, and I was like, oh, that, that's smart, um, so I started it, but by no means is that the only reason why I'm doing the podcast, I also really like it obviously otherwise I wouldn't be doing it okay I'm kind of turning in circles and chasing my own tail but basically moral of the story is I'm back I'm gonna try and post more regularly there's gonna be a lot more episodes where it's just me because I've come to realize that although I have the best friends in the world they're not gonna pull up my bullshit every single week um and I also don't know that I'll have enough to talk about with other people every single week and stuff that they relate to or have opinions on or passionate about if that makes sense that being said today or today the day i'm recording this is also the day i'm gonna post actually because i was meant to post at noon today but i forgot to record it yesterday we're gonna not talk about that um it is father's day today so happy father's day to all the fathers out there as well as those of you who don't have present fathers or decent fathers um in general i'm thinking of you you don't you don't need a dad you are 
thriving, you are perfect without one, and just because, unfortunately, your father has not been the most, not only present, but respectful to you, does not mean that you're any less worthy of love. So, I just wanted to put that out there, because I know that for lots of people, Father's Day can be very difficult, and I know that lots of my friends who don't have present fathers or have a rocky relationship with their father, let's say, um, find this day really difficult, and I understand it. So, although I am obviously appreciating everything my dad does for me, I'm also thinking about everybody who doesn't have the level of fortune that I have with my father, who I love the bits. Shout out, Dad. I love you. I hope you had a good day. Um, you deserve the world. You're a legend. Thank you for making me with Mom. <laughs> Okay, what else was I going to say? Oh, yes. So, as I said, today is Sunday. No, today's Saturday. No, today's Sunday. Yeah, today's Sunday. On Friday, so June 19th, it was actually the first ever official national holiday of Juneteenth or Emancipation Day, which I think is... I'm Okay, I'm very torn about this. And I just want to put a disclaimer out there, the fact that, like, I am an ally. I have no place to take away or draw any spotlight away from black voices who deserve and need to be heard and those who can educate and talk about racism and segregation and life as a black person in America as a black person from their own experiences and I the last thing I want to do is take away from those voices so I'm going to shout out a couple of smaller black businesses black creators that I think everybody should be supporting we'll do that in a bit but I just wanted to give a quick little explanation of what Juneteenth was because for white people and everybody that's not black, basically, I think that this is a day where we really need to take a step back. We need to look at our privilege. We need to check ourselves. And we need to learn. Okay, I'm going to do a quick little history lesson real quick on what exactly Juneteenth is and why it should have been a holiday years and years ago. Because, I mean, the fact that we've been celebrating Columbus Day and not Juneteenth is beyond me, and I don't understand, and it's disgusting if I think about it, but now now that it's happened, now that we have our first ever official Juneteenth, we, we should talk about it. So Juneteenth, which was also called Emancipation Day, or Juneteenth Independence Day, is now a federal holiday that commemorates the end of slavery in the United States. So annually on June 19th, we celebrate... The, basically like the freedom of slaves because on June 19th of 1863 during the like in the peak of the Civil War President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation which declared over 3 million slaves free from the Confederate States which at the time as you can imagine was insane like if you go from being considered property and traded and sold and treated like animals, abused and raped and sexually assaulted and all the other horrors that slaves had to go through at that point in time. Like, and that's not even mentioning the level of racism and segregation and hatred that they received. And you go from that to being freed and being considered a member of society. It, it was a very, very momentous day. And I think that it's about time that we celebrate it. Although you can clearly imagine that, like, after this, 
there were just a lot of black people in a very, very racist society, um, which I can't even imagine what that would have been like. I mean, I can't imagine what racism's like now, but especially back then. Shay, my God, I can't, I don't even want to think about it. Um, that being said, I want to shed a light on the fact that today is a day where we, or I as an ally, should be doing a, a couple of different things. So the first one is obviously just being the best ally that I can possibly be by educating myself and educating others on the importance of justice and equality in the United States, as well as the importance of this holiday. So why we should be celebrating it, why we need to take this opportunity to commemorate black people and celebrate their voices and amplify their messages in ways that we, well, we should be doing every day, to be completely honest, but especially after Black History Month, I think it's so important for us to continue amplifying and supporting black voices. So one way of doing that is, first of all, educating yourself and making sure that you know as much as you can know about the situation in America today, as well as society hundreds of years ago. So ways that you can do that is you can do research and using toolkits that organizations provide so that people like me white people, people who aren't black, can understand to the best of their ability what they can do to help these communities. So Black Lives Matter, like the Black Lives Matter Foundation, I know that they do a really great toolkit which just provides lots of input for white people on how to help the healing of justice and conflict resolution, and it's compiled by black people. So it's straight from the source and it's people who know what is helpful rather than white people making laws for black people you know what i mean because that tends to be the case in america um i know that giving compass also has a really great one which gives kind of like an outline of colin missteps and things that white people do that is maybe unintentionally racist but can be considered that way and maybe some alternative acceptable terms for people who want to be allies of people of color and describe how and it describes how like organizations can incorporate these lessons into culture and practice and by you learning it or by me learning it and then spreading these messages to you it just means that we together can be that much more of a support system for the african-american community in the united states another thing you can do is listen to podcasts so you're obviously listening to mine right now, um, but go listen to, for example, there's a podcast from Color of Change called Tell Black Stories, which is a really great one, which focuses on relevant social, political, and cultural issues that impact the black community by amplifying and elevating voices, stories, and the work of change makers, content creators, activists, and leaders by driving a movement for accurate portrayals of black people in in the media, as well as documentaries and movies and stories and stuff like that. There's also one by the New York Times, I believe, called Still Processing, which is by Wesley Morris and Jenna Wortham. And they discuss, again, like the media and the arts industry. So music, arts, music, or I just said music, TV, and the internet 
as they aim to kind of approach everything that they see from a racial lens and looking through a lens that might differ from a regular white person's one on a daily basis because obviously we don't have to constantly be thinking about how life is going to differ for a black person because we're not black and I think the thing that we really need to learn how to do as white people and as people who aren't black is to start putting in place that level of consciousness about how different life is for black people in the U.S. Another really one is Code Switch. It's a racial and culture podcast that's hosted by journalists of color at NPR, um, and they tackle subjects of race and explore how it impacts not only black people, but every other part of society and every other community. Um, and it goes from like politics to pop culture to history to sports and everything in between. Some movies or some documentaries that I really recommend. So the one that I suggest, I, I genuinely think that everybody should see this. It's called Just Mercy. It's with Michael B. Jordan and some other really, really great classmates. Classmates? Castmates. And it is about an attorney or a civil rights attorney called Brian Stevenson and his tackle with systemic racism in his society's social justice, social justice system. When I tell you I was left crying for so long after this movie, it was so moving. It not only talks about racism, but more specifically within the criminal justice system. And then if you zoom in even more, um, inmates on death row and how unlawfully charged black people really struggled to get a fair trial and get a fair chance at life, basically. Um, another one is a PBS uh, news hour documentary called Race Matters, American Crisis, which hosts a, a multitude of leaders and experts and newsmakers who talk about how much of a crisis racism is in America today. Uh, obviously you can listen to as many TED Talks as you possibly want. One I listened to recently was The Danger of a Single Story, um, which was really good. Another one is Colorblind or Color Brave by Melody Hobson. Really, really great. Another thing that we can do to amplify and invest in Black voices is to follow Black creators and artists on Instagram. So, for example... Morgan Harper Nichols, I believe is her name, a uh, great artist, highly, highly suggest you go follow her page, as well as Viola Davis and Kelly Brown and many, many more. Um, and then I want to challenge everybody that's listening to support a smaller Black-owned business or restaurant within the next week, because that's another way that we can really amplify and support Black voices. So go take out from a black-owned restaurant or go buy a necklace at a black-owned jewelry shop online. Etsy shops especially have lots of black creators that are making art pieces that some of the profits go straight back to foundations that need the money to work um, and fight against racial injustice in America. So speaking of those foundations, so there's the Loveland Foundation, there's obviously Black Lives Matter, there's the Marsha P. Johnson Institute, there's the NACC, no, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, which is a really good one as well. There's Color of Change, there's Black Futures Lab, there's Fair Fight. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of different um, organizations that you can go and support. 
And I guess the last thing I would say is just be the best listener that you possibly can. So for the black people around you who are trying to share their stories, just listen and don't be ignorant and and try and learn and listen with open ears in an effort to comprehend. So I also want to push every white person and every person that's not black to recognize your privilege, okay? Understand that we are fortunate. We as white people have what black people can't, and it's fucking disgusting because we don't deserve it, but we do. So use your privilege in the best way possible. Use your voices in the best way possible. Listen to black voices. Amplify them. Give them the spotlight. Let them talk. I say that as I talk on a podcast about literally me, but just do your best to amplify these voices. Okay, moving on. Um, Okay, so yesterday I was on FaceTime with somebody and we were talking about the fact that I have a need to be an advocate for everyone. And this brought up an interesting debate, actually, because we were talking about this and they were saying that you can't be constantly fighting for everybody and doing everything right. And I remember just being like, of course, like, of course I can. Like, I'm aware that I obviously can't persuade anybody or change anybody's mind about things. But I do think that as people, we do have a level of commitment to our morals and to our fundamentals to stick to them. So a really good example would be I talk about as much as I possibly can. I learn about as much as I possibly can. I fight for as much as I possibly can. And some people, lots of people don't, and they pick their battles, which I respect and I understand why that makes more sense because it means that you can be that much more devoted to a specific topic. But I I just want to be devoted to all of it and I want to be able to do as much as I can for every single community in need. So I'm going to take an example. I tend to avoid listening to artists whose I guess not morals, but actions I don't agree with. So to take a... We're going to take two examples. First one being Chris Brown, okay? Chris Brown, I used to fuck with his music so much. I used to love it. Then everything came out about his relationship with Rihanna and how he was abusive and manipulative and would beat her up all the fucking time. And then... I realized I don't want to I don't want to support somebody like that. So I stopped listening to his music. And although it was hard because I did really like I I enjoyed his music a lot and it was on all of my playlists and I thought it was so fire and he was making the charts on a weekly basis. But then I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, "Do you want to do you want to be part of this? Like do you want to support this?" And I realized I didn't. So since then I've stopped listening to Chris Brown. Same thing with 6 9 I don't think that he should be saying the N-word. I think that he's openly admitted to rape and sexual assault and literally having a hitman. And I don't, I don't respect that. And I don't think that that's something that I want to support, so I don't. Okay? That's where I'm at. 
However, there are people that say that they want to separate the artist from the art. And I under like I understand. Like I'm not gonna lie, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, you're every time you listen or you stream one of Chris Brown's or Six Nine songs on Spotify, you do give them a little bit of revenue. Which in our day and age, like money equals validation, especially on social media. So the more money he has, the more of a platform he has, the more validated his feelings and actions are, and I don't want to contribute to that. And even though it's on a very small scale, like every time you stream a song, I think you get like, or I think the artist gets like 0.0000000001 cents um, for every stream. If I change my actions, however small they may be, then hopefully someday people will stop, like will stop listening to their music as well if they believe in it. So that's that's my opinion on that and I think that that also goes for shopping from places that aren't necessarily the best so I have friends that shop from like Shein and shit which I understand like it's affordable it's nice clothing a lot of the time but if you look at how the clothing is made first of all it's not sustainable in the slightest but that's just me being fucking earthy and caring about the planet but on top of that they have literal child labor like there are children who are not being paid who are basically enslaved making the clothes that you wear to prom and i think that that is fucking disgusting like how does how do you look in the mirror and be like or how i don't okay i don't want to say it like that because i understand it and i respect people who do it and i'm not gonna shame anybody for doing what like do what you do like I'm not going to tell you it's wrong but I'm just saying that if I were to follow in your footsteps I wouldn't be able to look at myself in the mirror because I wouldn't be doing not only right by the children who are working but right by my morals and right by myself and I think that that if anything is the most important thing to me I don't know so I just want to I just want to talk about that a little bit because I do have very, I'm very stubborn when it comes to my beliefs and my opinions and not stubborn in the sense that I won't respect yours because I do obviously, it's just I won't do something that I don't believe in or I don't respect because I wouldn't be able to live with myself and that feels like a very selfish way of looking at it but I don't know how else to explain it in a way that doesn't make me sound like, or not make me sound like, but that doesn't sound wrong, I guess. I don't know. Just a thought. And that's why, like, I'm on a, I don't want to call it a mission because it's not a mission, but I'm trying really hard to shop secondhand lots of the time. I don't buy from fast fashion, or at least... Okay, that's not true. I'm not gonna lie, that's not true. I I do buy from fast fashion, but I just try to limit it by like as much as I can. And I'll do research about shops that I shop from. So if I shop from So okay, let's take an example. I won't you won't catch me dead in anything from like ASOS or Boohoo or Pretty Little Thing or any of those shops because they're all part of 
the same like factory which is involved in some shit that I don't support basically you won't catch me eating Chick-fil-A while they're still giving money to anti-LGBTQIA plus funds you know what I mean and I think that that's just because it means that I sleep better at night but I just I I don't I wish I had somebody with me that like wasn't or didn't believe in the same things that I believe in because I I understand it like I really genuinely do and I know that it's not easy for everybody to not shop fast fashion and to not take the easy cop not cop out but like the easy route especially considering lots of it is a lot cheaper but I don't I don't understand how you can openly support that kind of thing I don't know Again, I'm not trying to shame anybody, and that's how I find this very difficult to talk about because I want to respect people's decisions, and I do. And it's more just I couldn't do the same thing myself, which I guess is a me thing, but I just kind of want to understand. And I do, but in more in more detail. That was that was a tangent. I'm not gonna lie. That took me on a complete like in a completely other direction than I was planning to, and for this podcast. But I feel like it's been very long, and my voice gets very tiring to listen to. Um, So I'm just going to leave on that note and remind you to do what's what's best for you, what's best for the people that you want to support, and your beliefs and your morals. And this sounds, I sound like an adult, and it scares me because I don't, like I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about, to be honest. Like, I'm not educated in this field at all. But that's just my take on it as a 16-year-old who doesn't know shit about the world and who's just trying to learn. Um, But let me know if you have any opinions on it, like DM me or something, because I really like talking about this, and I think that it's an important issue for people in general. So, two reminders. First of all, like the podcast, follow, because... I'm trying to get ads so that I can buy a new microphone and monetize this because this audio quality, I am very aware, is shite, but it is what it is. Um, But yeah, remember to follow and think about supporting a small black business this week. It can literally be like a black-owned restaurant. I don't give a fuck. But just just try and support people of color this week because they deserve it. Fucking hell, they deserve it. (laughs) But yeah, thank you. And I'll see you either next week or the week after that. Bye.